Hare Krishna, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us again in another episode of Following Jayapataka Swami. Today, we are extremely fortunate to have with us Her Grace Madhurya Kadambini Mataji, who is from Russia. Are you from Russia proper, Mataji, or which country are you from? Where are you right now? I'm in Mayapur right now. <laughs> okay, okay. So a little bit of... Uh, um cheating there so but of course she is from russia and we're going to talk about a lot of uh pastimes of guru maharaj in russia but we're so fortunate that she's talking to us directly from mayapur so uh hari krishna mataji thank you so much for joining us and uh let's uh, get straight to the point you know it's uh i've seen you so many times in mayapur and you know you're been doing so many dramas. I know you organize the safari dance sometimes, you know, so it's really, really um, nice to have you on the show today. I'm so eager to hear from you and I'm sure everyone who is listening is also very, very eager. So can you tell us when was the first time you met Guru Maharaj, Mataji? Oh, quite some time back. <laughs> um, but you know, uh, I never feel that it is too long time because it's oh. never enough for me. Like I'm so greedy to get more and more of his uh, association. But first time I've, I heard about him, like in maybe nine, uh, at proper centennial years, it, uh, mm -hmm. that was the first time when I heard of him in 96. And then I was lucky to meet him in 98. Uh -huh. and, and since that, we know each other since 98, yes. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. So did you meet him in Mayapur or in uh, somewhere in Russia? In, in Russia, in Russia. He is the one who gave me India. <laughs> oh, so okay. I never, I never been, I was devoted since 91. Uh -huh. uh, like I was in Iskcon since '91, but um, before I met him, I never been in India. So mm -hmm. he's the one who gave us India. Beautiful, beautiful. So Mataji, like um, I want to talk to you specifically about this topic today because you are the first lady that we are interviewing on this uh, episode. Uh, on this program, you know, and it's really refreshing. I'm personally elated. So I wanted to know, like, um, about Guru Maharaj and his take on women empowerment, because personally, I know that Guru Maharaj is a believer of women empowerment, and he's always empowering different uh, disciples, women, uh, or even non-disciples, you know, to really take on the service of Guru and Goranga. So in your experience uh, of his uh, association, can you tell us a few examples of uh, that women empowerment, uh, you know, pastimes or whatever you may call it, uh, that you have experienced? You know, like my first uh, experience was because uh, uh, that, that year we all been temple devotees and um, like we would, like we all were, Book distribution, book distributors, and we've been distributing books and doing so many different services. And um, uh, the days, nobody of us could um, 
ever expect that our society would turn in, in the way it is now. Like, and um, I remember once uh, Mahamantra Prabhu, the time he was uh, Mahamantra Prabhu, now he's Bhakti Shambha Madam Maharaj, and he said, Mata, you just engage congregation and they will be your hands, they will do like all services. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was it was shocking for me idea. It's uh, like puzzles doesn't come together in my head. Like what you to tell congregation will do something because uh, that uh, years in our mind, congregation like was synonym of failure. You know, to be grihaska, to be housewife, yeah. household. It was like such a failure. Like your spiritual <laughs> life is over if you get married. So we were like we all were young and so fanatically like doing book distribution, like reading books, like studying, mm-hmm. and um, and then somebody of seniors, like in our society, it was first time in my life somebody tell me the idea like this, and it was so difficult to digest. And uh, then I found that Jepadaka Maharaj, he is uh, of the same idea. He is sannyasi. But uh, he strongly preached that um, devotees, they have to do service regardless of the ashram. And moreover, if you are Hasha, you can do even more service. You can be more useful in Shiva Prabhupada mission mm-hmm. when you are educated, um, when you are cooperative, socialized. So then you really can do great things. Yeah. And it was absolutely new idea to my mind. I remember when I decided to go to university, um, I was so shy. You can't imagine. I was so ashamed and shy at the time, like doing my degree in university. I was really like so much feeling under, you know. And then I wrote him very shy letter that uh, one day that, you know, mm, it happened like that, that I entered university, I did my study. And then he wrote me back. I'm so like proud and happy that you take your service so seriously that you even took university course, you know? So he gave me so much of support for that study. And it was so unusual for that year that you you live in the temple, but you know, you are like kind of loser because every night you are sneaking out from the temple and going to university. (laughs) Wow. That was and, a different era, I guess, a different era in Iskon, yeah. Absolutely, and w- when he started to preach congregational things, like when he started to preach that irregardless of Arsham people could do things, mm-hmm. that irregardless of gender people can do things, like they can do service, and it was so unusual, it was, and many times it was so disapproved, like people couldn't believe their ears that Sanya is preaching, ladies do things, Rihas has the things. It was like absolutely unusual. And you know, I tell you frankly, he was the first person uh, because in all in our minds, you know, mm-hmm. our today, I was like 14 when I joined this clan, 14 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like some, something like 14, 15. And then, you know, we were preached that children is an evil, you know, it's like when you get no. child, <laughs> yes, your spiritual life is over, that's it, yeah. you have children, and that's it, but that is your spiritual life. And then he was the first sannyasi ever, I heard he said it to preach, that children is gift from Krishna, 
it's like very special souls you have to take mm -hmm. care of. Like if they came to devotion, all families are really special souls. You have to serve them, like pamper them, love them, like facilitate their way to Krishna and mm -hmm. the service and take care of this service itself. And when you get child, your spiritual life is not an over. It was absolutely a revolutionary idea. <laughs> yeah, if you got your child, that's yeah. it, you can't you can't do anything. Mm -hmm. And he said he started to share his experience. He said, you know, mm -hmm. I met so many ladies like uh, in Eastern countries and they love their children madly, like uh, Asian people, Indian people, they're mad about their children, they love them so much. And, and then he said, you know, I was shocked myself when we started to empower these uh, matages, like to lead Namahatas, like Bhakti Riksha groups. Uh -huh. and she's like just uh, pampering her face, like, and giving class, you know, do, 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 do. <laughs> and that goes so naturally because you know he started to preach that you don't have change your life dramatically mm -hmm. for your children. You can just yeah. share your life with your children. So you have you can only live your life truly in mm -hmm. the best of the ways you can, and yeah. that you what you can share because. Children, they don't listen what you preach. They look at you how you live. They look at your emotions, how happy, how filled you are. And he said, just share lives with your children. And then if they want different lives, they will build it themselves when they grow up, like slowly. But mm -hmm. don't try to, uh, don't think that you have to ring your life. Of course, we have to adjust our children. We give them time, love to our relatives. Mm -hmm. But he said, don't stop to be social. Love yeah. people around you and for me you know it was such a shock when i just been observing how he lived because uh, you know i'm not people lover you know frankly telling i am like mm, not very social <laughs> I, I love to sit in my cave uh -huh. and when i look at him you know he, he's like in big indian family like people 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 all around him all the time and um, you know what really impressed so much and that people 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 like you know like bumblebee house you know all the time noise all the time people they showing the yeah. failures they they share their success like something happened all the time and i was so impressed that he is you know very equal to yeah. you know to rich people to poor mm -hmm. people to those who are in the middle too important, like uh, achievers and uh, losers, and mm -hmm. those who are in the middle, he was equal to them, and mm -hmm. uh, too clever, too stupid, and those who are in the middle, he was like, really? So, and then I found that he's same equal to genders. So regardless the genders, like soul is embodied in, he's equal, like sadhu supposed to be, because sadhu is one who is equipoised to everybody, and that's what I found in him, and uh, really it impressed me so much. And it was such a great uh, example for me that he's so kind. It is not that he doesn't differentiate. He differentiates me, man, woman, stupid, you know, uh, achiever, not achiever. Uh, but still, regardless of level of material success or material condition, he is still, all those people Krishna sent to him, He's equally good to them, yes. equally, equally kind to them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, 
you know, that I think was one of the great lessons I got from him, uh, like from my Siksha guru, because he's not even my Diksha guru, he's my Siksha yeah. guru. And um, for sure, like, uh, and he's and he said once such a good thing, like, uh, mm -hmm. one man came to him and started to complain, why ladies want to take so much responsibilities, or why they want to do this and that. And he said, Come on, you're a happy man that in your yatra there are a woman who wants to take responsibility. They want to take responsibility, nobody else wants to take, and they yeah. uh, like ready to do the work. And then man said, No, no, they can't do it. She said, Why why right, they can't do it? You are same uh, educational level, same active in life, same age. Yeah. So why why can't they do it? So because they woman. And then he said, Come on, how you call in Russia? Uh the wife uh -huh. and he said like best half i uh -huh. i i you know in india is the same so yes. he said if you can do something why is it that your best half can't do it wonderful <laughs> amazing so and it was yeah. like a great start of um girl power you know <laughs> exactly you know because, it's so amazing to hear that because even for me personally, I felt that, you know, the the spirit of family whenever you are with Guru Maharaj is so strong. You know, everyone is so nice to each other when you go up to the rooftop or whenever Guru Maharaj visits uh, a yatra and he stays in that particular place. You know, it just creates a beautiful spirit of family. There's no such thing as like, oh, this is sannyasi here, so only men can be here of course we're not allowed to be alone with guru maharaj at any point uh, in time but there's a lot of people there you know there's at least about you know 20 people the least you know every time guru maharaj is somewhere and it's so beautiful like you know he was uh, such a great empower like mm -hmm. uh, he that kind of leader which um, giving power to people and yeah. once uh, once he said uh, like amazing thing to to leaders he said like anyway everybody knows that most of the things women do in temples like mm -hmm. they having like um most of the services they do like practical services they do mm -hmm. so why don't you give credit why yeah. want why why do you want all credit just to the single person in name of temple commander and temple president, it's a teamwork. Just yeah. be honest enough to recognize it, to empower it, to glorify, to give them more power, to give more education, to develop mm -hmm. them, and then all together with all these developed personalities, uh, you can do much greater service that your single hand can do. So that's what he started to preach, and it was such a great thing. Amazing. It's amazing how he changed and the mindset of an entire uh you know yatra or an entire society you know and that i am sure that has uh brought about so many changes because now you have a group of women and a generation of women who's going to be serving iskon and is going to be serving Srila Prabhupada in such a beautiful way and it's so important that our leaders um stand in the forefront of this kind of empowerment you know, it's so beautiful to hear that. Mataji, I understand that you have traveled uh, with Guru Maharaj from 97 uh, or something like that in Eastern Europe. 
can you tell us a little bit about your experience traveling with Guru Maharaj, especially as a woman? Because usually we do not get any women traveling with Guru Maharaj. I'm sure you were not the only one traveling with him, you know, but with a group of others as well. So tell us a little bit about that experience. You know, <laughs> that's what I called divine coincidence. Wow. Was uh, I never feel that I deserve. Um, I never had a feeling that, you know, like I never take it for granted. Yeah. But I think it's like um, really, really, you know, like, uh, especially those times like 90s, like beginning of 90s, um, still we have like so many um, things to work on better in our organization. Uh, but but that days uh, we had even more things to work on. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had some difficulty with uh, my initiation and uh, like I wanted like anything to be initiated, but it was already so many years when I was like kind of devoting and chanting and uh, like distributing books, having a little shelter of my Guru Maharaj. But like I couldn't and that year was very critical for me. And mm -hmm. I thought, I thought, okay, I will try to do last attempt. I'll mm -hmm. try last time uh, to cooperate, to be part of organization and um, I said, I can't anymore, but you know, it is worthy to try when you even can't. Like, you still try. Yes. <laughs> so I said, let me try, and if it doesn't work, okay, I will run my business and will just donate. I, I won't try anymore to be like a regular devotee, just will be like well wisher of a society. Mm -hmm. uh, so I came to Big One Russian Festival. Mm -hmm. And there I wanted to meet, uh, like, I heard that there is one pray by Rupa Goswami uh, to mm -hmm. Holy Name. And I thought, if I get this pray, maybe mm -hmm. I will like, if I chant, then Holy Name will come to me. Mm -hmm. But at that time, no internet. You know, I could get mm -hmm. this mantra from a person. Mm -hmm. And so many Prabhupada disciples were there, and um, Bishop Bhakti Vishamba Madhu Maharaj, is Mahamantra Prabhu, like, um, I knew that he has this mantra and uh, that he will be there. So I came to see him. I, I wanted to get from him that mantra. Mm -hmm. But every day, every day he would postpone it for another day. So I was just hanging, like roaming around the festival. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, okay, what service I can do? Maybe do something and wait for my chance. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, whenever Japanese March comes, it's always big crowd around him. Yeah. You know, like it's like a sale time in Big Bazaar, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So many people are coming. For Mercy, it's like, uh, you know, his desire to give, to give, to give. Um, he's such a given person, you know? I never met in my life such an, such an giving and kind person, in fact. Absolutely. So, that day, it was a big crowd, uh, and mm -hmm. then I approached crowd and ask, hey, what is the inside? And they said me, uh, Jepi Maharaj. I said, uh-huh, I never, like, I just heard about him, never seen. Okay, Jepi Maharaj. Then I said, but why people, so much people around? Uh, what's going on? And they said, oh, it's a line. Those who want to take him as Shiksha Guru, oh. they, they're in the line to take his Shiksha. 
Then, but that days it wasn't popular to take many shikshagurus, like you had one, shikshagurus, that's it. So I said, okay, I have my own shikshagurus, so why should I take shiksha from someone else? Uh, mm -hmm. Let me go. And then from that crowd, I hear the voice, hey, anybody who, is anybody here to translate? And then I thought, yeah, I thought most probably there will be some prabhus. And uh, surely, I mean, English not so good, you know, not, not the best in the world to be translated for some sadhu and for his eloquent speeches. Like, okay, let me go. And, I, I, and I've been still passing. And then in a few minutes, I already passed the crowd. Again, voice, if anybody here can translate, just show up. I thought, come on, it's not for me. Now, woman, maybe like somebody can translate. So let me go. And then I've been still passing, and I was already on the, it was like kind of uh, land down, uh -huh. and I was already on the top of the mountain, and then it was a third time. If anybody here can translate! <laughs> then I thought, okay, if there is absolutely no one, I'm that somebody, you know, yeah. not, the, not the best choice, but still, if there is no one better, and mm -hmm. no, no one better, let me go and translate. So then I came down from the mountain and said, okay, I can try to translate for you. And he was so happy. And uh, I started to translate. And first I thought, okay, I'll, I'll like, how long he going to give his shikshas? Maybe 20, 30 minutes, maybe one hour. Okay, then uh, who else will sit uh, in the street, you know, all day and giving shikshas? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that what happened. Like, uh, it was in the morning and, and then he Giving six and giving and giving, and then my watch shows it's already 10 night, then 11 night, wow. and, he, and he's like giving and giving and giving. I had to translate, translate, translate. And uh, then when it looks like program is over, but still crowd of devotees, uh -huh. and, and it's time to tell goodbye to everybody and pray farewell. And then he tells, he says me, Okay, see so you tomorrow. Come to translate again if you don't mind. <laughs> you have free time. Would you make me a fellow? <laughs> I know. And, and he said it in such a polite manner, you know. He's such a gentleman. Yes. Yes. Totally. He, you see, I'm new back in like kind mm -hmm. of a initiated, non initiated person, just somebody from a street. Yeah. And uh, surely I appreciate him and his greatness, but he never, you know, push his greatness into your nose. Yeah. You know, if your grandfather would be a prime minister, like great Mahamantri, you don't feel to him like Mahamantri. Yeah. You know he is Mahamantri, but mm -hmm. he's father for you, you know? So he's such a great person that even being such a great I don't know what to tell, human, uh, like devotee, like all together, he's both, he's all-sided. And um, nobody feels discom discomfortable to be with him. Mm -hmm. For different level of devotees. Yeah. Uh, doesn't matter in airport, just normal people or whoever. Yeah. It is very comfortable with him. Mm -hmm. So comfortable and you never feel humiliated. Even when he shows his intelligence, experience, and like all treasures he has, you never feel down. You yeah. always feel with him, you want to grow. 
you mm -hmm. want to improve. Yes. And you know, even if you did something wrong, he never uh, make you to feel guilty and useless. He, yes. he just show you how to work on your mistake, how to make better of it. Mm -hmm. And it's like such a great things. And, um, you know, when we traveled with him, because you ask uh, like that, because the festival gone, and I never expect that he would ever remember me. Uh, but he started to write letters and ask, uh, like, you did for me such a great job, like, during the festival. Mm -hmm. uh, you like make so much service. What service I can do to you? Oh, additional. Wow. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so and I said to him, okay, if you want to pay me back for all my excellent services, you said, okay, give me my service. Marie <laughs> Bull, that's the best way. <laughs> I took it. I just I just took advantage of the situation. Yeah. So he offered me an opportunity, indeed. So he asked me what to do for you, mm -hmm. and I said, "Just let continue. Give me a chance to do something more for you." And mm -hmm. then he gave me his diaries to translate. Uh, mm -hmm. Then he gave me his letters to translate, his correspondence with Russian devotees, because he got acquainted with so many people. And you know, like um, for years, I've been translating and translating like hundreds of letters. Now he's less uh, communicative uh, as before, but previously it was unending story, unending story. And um, I am so happy to be part of it. I'm so happy. And you know, uh, many times because you know, before I met him. Mm -hmm. I was uh, such a strict sadhana devotee, like doing 64 rounds, like reading a wow. lot of books mm -hmm. and things. But then I met him, and Maharaj uh, gave me so much practical service that I had to reduce to my normal rounds. I couldn't manage anymore so much. And sometimes I was thinking, like, what am I doing with him? Like, because. Every day I'm listening through many devotees so with their very simple questions like, for example, like if my pet dog had died, should I do shraddha for him? Like, <laughs> things and all day like uh, very like uh, amateur questions, but they were like so important for them. Yeah. And, and uh, like I've been just dealing daily, day and night with all like different mm -hmm. matters. As marriage secretary, uh, was working with his yeah. correspondents, like helping devotees to solve matters, and um, because uh, like so many things uh, and areas to work on, and uh, where it could help also. And um, one moment I started to think, what it has to do with really spiritual life, like with really uh, merging of my consciousness. Uh, mm -hmm concentrated or parabrahman and uh, <laughs> different things because mm -hmm. you no know, i believe that from my before somehow that i was uh, about uh, different practices mm -hmm. and all like all this uh, family life with hundreds of devotees you know i thought what do you have to do with my spiritual life uh -huh. because 
uh, because you know like most probably we are from all different origins and being yogis and like different kind of sadhus in, in, in before but never been successful and uh, our life now is a proof that it didn't work and then mm -hmm. provided to the family and uh, do anything let's mm -hmm. see how we'll get. but anyway after some time pass mm -hmm. and i try to observe my consciousness the flow of my vivid Mm -hmm. And uh, then I understood one thing, like I, I, like I have not been noticing uh, minor minor changes from day to day service to devotees, together with Maharaj, for Maharaj, for his disciples. It it was like because it was too intense, very intense schedule. But when we had these moments of quiet, you know, in between of truth with Maharaj, mm -hmm. I felt so much dramatical purification and changes in my consciousness that I understand that with my sudden I would never could achieve uh, that progress mm -hmm. I feel of determining him and with him so um, I strongly believe that uh, service to devotees service to groups of devotees Mm -hmm. and just normal because you know like when i see how he's answering all those simple questions you know he's such a great self-realized soul like you know he's he's like for me you, you know about like Vadasa like 12 yes. uh, which are gates from samsara 12 gates mm -hmm. from samsara and you know for me um he's at number 13 gate of samsara you know he's yeah. my linger because like when as soon as i'm near to him like when he starts to talk he, mm -hmm. he, he speaks so simple you don't have to be you know having great uh, like big head and great brain and education to understand but you immediately can feel and when he talked about Nochikani, about his associates it's so naturally come into your mind, into your consciousness, and into your heart. Like if yeah. they would be your neighbors from the next street, so you feel them yeah. so, so present. Who, who else? I never met in my life a person who would, in one click, transfer you from material mm -hmm. reality into transcendental reality. And that's yeah, how. And when I remember that Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came back to Navadvip after initiation. First, mm -hmm. he was so and nobody could understand uh, mm -hmm. what he's talking about because he's great scientists and uh, his grammar was so excellent. And uh, nobody can understand if he prized you or he put you down. So he's so, so arrogant he was. And then he's, after initiation, dramatically changed. And he's back in Navadvip and he started to do all kinds of manual services to devotees. Help them mm -hmm. with laundry, like helping them to collect flowers, like very simple things. And then I observe how Guru Maharaj lives, and I understand that all this answering, like these simple questions, taking interest in life, it seemed like Mahaprabhu helping in human way to devotees around him, and he yeah. considered it to be of great importance. Yes. And that's what Maharaj do because initially I couldn't understand why he is doing it. Because as a great sannyasi and um, as such a great soul, self-realized, because 
um, we could see like all symptoms of self-realized person in him. And definitely when he's next to you, you should ask about self-realization instead of like uh, simple home things. But he doesn't care. He help you to like manage different situations on the mm -hmm. level of self-realization and just on the level of, on the way to self-realization. Yes. And, and his great talent to put Krishna consciousness in mm -hmm. every simple small things you do to translate. So he's like Chintamani Stone. He take any nonsense of you, like any simple things in you, any trouble in you, any like credit in you or achievement of yours. And he just translates into offering, you know, into puja. He just turn it into special offering you can give to the Lord. It's, and when I think about him, I think I'm so lucky. And definitely it is not granted, not deserved. It's just gift from above. It's an amazing um, way. You know, it's so, you put it in such a beautiful way because Guru Maharaj is in such a high level, you know, we, from what he has gone through, especially in the last 13 years, we know that he's not an ordinary person and he's in a very high level of bhakti. And yet, you know, he is coming down to our level to answer really, really almost silly questions sometimes, you know, and without getting irritated or without, you know, without looking at you in an insulting way, you know, because like you said, the question is important. Yeah. We don't feel silly to ask the silly questions. Yes. So delicate person. He just take it and turn it into Krishna consciousness yes. and give both remedy and divine pass. Mm -hmm. And I love it, really love the way you said, like how it helped you uh, from becoming uh, a, a person with a softer heart because you were really into like sadhana, 64 rounds, this and that, you know, austerities. Uh, but by translating for Guru Maharaj, you kind of imbibed his mood and your heart became softer, you know, and you really enjoyed and saw the beauty and the importance of serving devotees. So I think that what what else, you know, that is such a great gift that has given you, you know, and, I, and it's so amazing that you actually realize that because sometimes we might have really nice association with a great personality like Guru Maharaj, but we might not realize that, you know, what we have gotten from him, you know, so it's amazing that you have realized it. Mataji, what service are you doing right now for Guru Maharaj? I, I know you're still translating. I hear you all the time uh, during the classes translating to Russian devotees. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. You know, you live in Mayapur now. Uh, how did that happen? Um, just tell us about where you are currently, you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, like when we first met with Guru Maharaj, he didn't have many disciples in Russia. And yeah. somehow, as I don't know, I stuck to him and um, got so many services. But like, I never wanted it to be mine. I didn't want just to hold it. Mm -hmm. I, I always wanted... Um, his disciples to grow and to be able yeah. to do this translation to learn language to organize things 
And um, I am honored to tell that at the moment his uh, sangha of his disciples is so powerful that they manage all service themselves. Just yeah. some, some years back, Maharaj said me that he just wants to, uh, me to supervise, like uh, and observe how, how they're doing, and sometimes interfere when it is uh, like needed. So at the moment, uh, like kind of that uh, secretary service, um, I'm not doing much. I'm just observing, mm -hmm. like you know. I'm happy just to come to have a cup of tea there. <laughs> so like Shanakya Pandi tell it's you uh, always happy when you look as uh, water flow and other people work. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the real meaning of leadership and you know succession and all that. It's really good that you have done that, you know, instead of like you know sticking to that service without giving others an opportunity. So it's beautiful. Definitely, and uh, yeah. I would not be able to do as much as all those people together mm -hmm. do. So mm -hmm. it would be simple on my side just to hold all the services and not let other people in. And mm -hmm. it's not Maharaj mood. He always like to extend, yeah. to give more service, to be more and more inventive in this yeah. service. Like once he gave such a great explanation of what Raganuga Bhakti is, and mm -hmm. he, he gave such a great detail that like uh, one of the manifestation of Raganuga Bhakti is when you always try to develop your service and to improve it mm -hmm. and like you different you find different ways uh, to do it like greater and greater like more mm -hmm. and more beautiful and um, like I always like uh, when people improve their service when they get their education their skills when mm -hmm. they cooperate like when they don't fight but put hands together to yeah. do mm -hmm. wonderful things and that what I'm happy to observe, it's not done by me, it's done by him because he's a Chintamani. I just try not, not to spoil his work. So I just observe, you know, like a turtles who wait till uh, small turtles come out of eggs, you know, you just sit and observe and just look at this Aww. egg, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and that really works. And I have so much belief in him that if he favors somebody and if person if just little enthusiastic of doing things for him. Mm -hmm. This intelligence, how this person can grow. And they mm -hmm. like, develop dramatically their personalities. So in these years, he got so many wonderful like disciples and devotees mm -hmm. and um, like who doing things. And in fact, uh, there is no need for me to translate anything because he already got so many translators. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, I can show you one thing that just happened. Yeah. Oops. Uh, like uh, I made a book. Oh you wow! See? That's a big book. Like a suitcase, you know. Just look, it's like si size of my face, you know. It's yeah, so, yeah. So big, because um, I like I was um, there for so many darshans and classes where he gave like delightful thoughtful, broad-minded uh, advices to different uh -huh. topics of life. Uh -huh. And uh, at some point I thought that it would be unhonest just to get it rotten inside of me. So uh -huh. the message should go further and uh, with help of different devotees who agreed also to share advices uh, they got from him. 
and who helped me to make research to find the like to eliminate topic um, mm -hmm. like better we started to make research in classes and answers mm -hmm. to conscious questions and uh, then uh, we did this book uh, mm -hmm. like uh, long life trip the name of the book oh and, wow. and that's why it's shaped like a suitcase you know it's like yes yes you see wow, it's that's a, amazing when when was this book published last year we did it last year in Calcutta. I printed it in Calcutta. Uh-huh. And uh, it's in Russian language. Uh, and uh, I want to make four more books. Uh, same. Uh -huh. uh, so that's my service at the moment. Like, uh, because I can't stand, I can't stand this. So in one uh, way, like, I'm so happy to share the service with others. Yeah. But I'm so attached to the service myself. Yes, uh, yes. And I can't survive without it, in spite Correct. of much of Russian audience in the moment. Uh, I still want to do it, so I decided yeah. that I would break down everything. So I started That's to right. work on, on books. So amazing. I mean, it does not mean that you know you when you train others and let them you know be part of uh, the service that you have been doing. It doesn't mean that you need to stop it. As long as there is life, as long as there is ability, you know, and as long as there is opportunity, you can go on, you know, and see how creative you have become, you know, and for the benefit of all those Russian devotees who are listening, can you tell us about that book? Uh, what is it called in Russian? Like, what's the title in Russian? Uh -huh. Okay, this lifelong trip, name of a book uh, in Russian, it's uh, called Daroga Glinoy of Jizn. And this is like from birth uh, to death and little after death. Like wow. uh, how to be a devotee. It's like encyclopedia of. Um, and even Guru Maharaj, he doesn't like to give advices uh, to Grihaskas. But you know, when they, they were too pushy and when situation was out of mm -hmm. control and mm -hmm. everything was exploding, like. When it is war, it doesn't matter. Sanyasi, you are Grihaska, you have to run with bucket of water, you know, when it is fire. Mm -hmm. So, in some cases, Guru Maharaj been telling something. And yeah. they also put these advices. But they are very practical and very spiritual. Yes, so, that's amazing, amazing a resource. And I see a few comments coming in saying that it will be nice to have this book in English. You know, I was thinking of it and uh, about yeah. having this book in English, but more I'm working on four more books. So totally, I, I hope to be able in this life to make five books on different topics mm -hmm. uh, yeah. of what Guru Maharaj shared. Um, but why I don't want it in English? Like it could be done, but because um, whenever he would give advice, I, I would write it down in Russian language, not yeah. in English. Yeah. So to put it back into English and in the mm -hmm. same way he used to speak. Yes. We, we need editor. And That's it, right. it won't be as good as original, you know? Correct. So when people ask me, you do it in English, mm -hmm. I always tell them, better you do in English and you make yeah. research on classes and better to make like website book, um, on like divide it into different topics okay put it into typing question mm -hmm. and answer and those who are interested they could click a link 
and to get into original class or conversation or later and to get original information so it would be much more honest and um, you know better work than just yeah. remember so this is really good this is something like you know uh, they have this book called Prabhupada Shikshamrita this is something like that right because you can get um, Guru Maharaj's advice on a certain on a particular topic you know let's say marriage or children or book distribution uh, temple management so this I think you know anyone who's listening who is into book publication and all that if you can do it in English like how um, Madhurya Mataji just uh, suggested, I think that will be a great resource for the English-speaking world. You know, and you know I, mm -hmm. it could be gradual work. It's impossible to do it like that. Yes. But you could do it slowly, like start few chapters of, of yeah. different few topics, mm -hmm. and then answer an essential like a question and essential answer. Mm -hmm. And if people want to know more, there should be links. For different classes mm -hmm. and just and it open another page where you can choose what class you want to listen or what letter you it would be much better than just from somebody what's and then nobody can challenge it that's true. that's true so in terms of um, value of the work i prefer to finish other books yes of course if it would be if it would be demand after some time we can translate no problem mm -hmm. and uh, add into that electronical book like in online book yeah we, we could add uh, and with particular mentioning that that's how Madhuri Kadambini remembered yes. you know and mm -hmm. then everybody knows it is not exact quote it's what Madhuri Kadambini remembered yes. if somebody wants to challenge or to do better research let them do go yeah. ahead so you put this a disclaimer book. yeah yeah that makes sense it completely makes sense what you're saying i also know a few disciples of uh, chaitanya chandra charan prabhu um, and she always tells me about how you know the russian devotees have so many resources you know on relationships you know and now you're showing me this uh, book it's really wonderful um, what the entire yatra in that region is doing because this is very very needed hmm. yeah so uh, thank you so much mataji uh, is there anything else that you want to add before we end today's episode i think that what i want to tell uh when i look on facebook how mm -hmm. many people uh listen to classes of mm -hmm. guru Maharaj, every time I think he, he got like more than 50,000 disciples. Yeah. But only few are listening classes when he is given online. Yeah. Yes. And in fact, it, I was so much surprised that mm. I started to listen to those classes online myself just to, you know, increase the yeah. <laughs> And, uh, uh, you know, we don't know how long we're going to be here. Mm -hmm. We don't know how long Maharaj is going to be here. Yeah. But, you know, he's our gate out of samsara. And uh, his sound is so powerful that, you know, like we, we have like kind of proverb in Russian language. If you have dream, mm -hmm. run for it. If, oh. you can't, if you can't run, walk for it. Yes. If you can't 
If you can't walk, crawl for it. Yeah. You know? And if you can't crawl, just lie down towards your dream, you know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you can energy to at least yeah. crawl. Mm -hmm. So, like, if we can't sit and peacefully hear what Guru Maharaj says, we can just put sound on and do our own things. Yeah. If you can't stop your samsara, be in samsara, but put this sound in. Yeah. It will help. That's, that's really, really important. And I think especially on this platform, uh, it's really good that you say that because this is where we stream all of Guru Maharaj's live classes. So... Yeah, I think that's so, so important that we take advantage because Guru Maharaj is going through all the trouble. You know, it's not as easy as it is for us, uh, for him, you know, but he's going through the trouble to give us that uh, information, that class, that time. And so we should take the advantage and, you know, go for it. Like you said, crawl if you need to, you know. It was so nice talking to you, Mataji. I know I've seen you many times in Mayapur. And, you know, I know how you organize dramas. You know, you're a great uh, dramatist. You know, you produce and direct so many dramas. So much service, uh, even more than just translating. So it was uh, refreshing to finally talk to you in such a personal level like this. So thank you so much. Uh, and hope to talk to you again sometime soon. Yes, and then I can tell you stories about dramas and uh, how Guru Maharaj empowered it. And yes. lots of lilas, if you like, about Guru Maharaj and drama group. Next of time. course, of course. Maybe next week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna.